The Olympic Channel podcast is brought to you by Bridgestone, Worldwide Olympic and Paralympic partner, a founding partner of the Olympic Channel. Olympic Channel podcast. My name is Ed Knowles and this is the official Olympic Channel podcast. If you want a daily podcast from the Winter Olympic Games with the most brilliant conversations with incredible Olympians, then that's good news. Because that's exactly what we do. And today we have a great answer about pressure from legendary ski jumper and three-time Olympic champion Camille Stock of Poland. We also have a proper in-depth chat with the gold medal winning USA mixed aerials team. Let's go through the Olympic gold medals that are available today. We have biathlon, cross-country skiing, skeleton, ski jumping, snowboard and speed skating. So Camille Stock has won the men's Olympic long hill ski jumping title for the past two editions of the Games. He's very accustomed with pressure. So how does he remain so calm? Olympic Channel Podcast. There are a few ways uh, where the pressure are coming, like uh, from the fans, from the medias, uh, sometimes from your family. But usually these pressures are, are quite good because this is, these are motivating you for... Uh, making the harder training to push you a little bit more, uh, more forward. Uh, but uh, the worst pressure you can you can get is only from yourself, because this is too too much ambitions usually, and you wanted to do something what you cannot cannot do actually, and um, yeah, this could destroy you. If you can hold yourself in the in the good line your feelings, your motivation, your ambitions in the, in the best line so you can do your best. If you will have the ambitions more than you, I don't know, than you can handle, so this make you more, more stressful and this is like more difficult things which you, you can do. Now, and this is the most difficult things to uh, separate those things, the, the stress, and the pure happiness which you can take from ski jumping. So if you can find, take on your skis and just run down with no stress, with no thinking. <laughs> so this is the, this will make you the champion. <laughs> Olympic Channel Podcast. Camille is in action today. You can follow it from 6pm local time here in Beijing or go along to our amazing live blog, which is available over at olympics.com. Ashley Caldwell has competed in aerial skiing for the USA since 2008. She finally won an Olympic gold medal as a fourth-time Olympian in the mixed team event, which is a fresh event to the Olympics here at Beijing 2022. She won with one of her childhood friends, Chris Lillis, and her boyfriend, Justin Schoenfeld. They all live and train together, still the epitome of team. But four years ago, this achievement seemed a very long way off. So I joined them for a nice chat and I asked them to tell me about how they were feeling just after Pyeongchang 2018. Starting with Chris. Olympic Channel Podcast. For me, I was actually going through a pretty tough time four years ago. Um, I'd just blown my knee shortly before the uh, game, so I wasn't able to compete. Um, I was able to go to Korea and watch my older brother compete, which was really cool not only just to get to support him and watch him but also just see how big those olympic moments are from a spectator's view 
Um, I, I feel kind of lucky and like that not a lot of athletes who get hurt or whatever have a reason or want to go to the Olympics to spectate. So I got a really cool view of it then. Um, I was also going through a personal loss and my younger brother had just passed away. And uh, I just wasn't the same, you know, at, at the same place in my jumping on the whole, even if I had competed. So it's definitely a big four years for me growth personally um, as a jumper and just, you know, coming into this Olympics trying to maybe act like it wasn't my first time ever coming here, you know, even though it was and uh, just delaying that dream um, four years for me. But I feel like I gained a lot from that time. Um, and I had just um, hurt my shoulder competing the last, uh, the last qual the last training jump of the last day before qualifications. Um, I had got a huge wind gust and fell on a full, full, full. And I ended up needing surgery on that shoulder, but I ended up competing. Um, I did really bad. <laughs> um, I, I could barely use this arm at all, but I tried my hardest, like I tears and all. And um, I was, you know, traumatized. I was a metal contender and to, to hurt myself before the competition even started was, was felt really tragic for me. Um, but I knew the next day I woke up, my shoulder hurt incredibly. Um, and I still wanted to do aerials. I thought that maybe the last Olympics was going to be my last and I knew it wasn't as soon as I woke up the next day and I still wanted to compete, even though like the worst like scenario had happened to me at the game. So the passion was still there. I just made the national ski team and it was my first year at triple. So I was a young athlete then on the team, pretty big rookie. Uh, I was kind of a rookie still last year, I'd say to some of the teammates. So yesterday you were still yesterday. A I was still a rookie. Now it's easier. Now, uh, now I would say I'm more of a veteran for our team. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, four years ago, I definitely had the Olympics in, as my main goal and uh, pushed those four years of training hard and did it. Wow, man. So no wonder. Like that is, and then when did you all, like, when did you come together as a gang then? When did that kind of really solidify itself into, you know, living in each other's pockets? Well, I've known this kid yeah, forever. I've known, Ashley's been like my big sister most of my life. So I met Ashley when I was probably about eight years old. Um, she trained with my older brother for yeah. most, you know, a lot of comp, A lot of training and competition history between me and the Lewis brothers. And uh, yeah, so I've known Ashley all my life, all my skiing career, you know, and she was always like the veteran of our team, but just also just kind of like my big sister that would tell me when I was messing up, tell me when I was, you yeah. know, being too much still to this day. Yeah. This morning I lost my shirt. <laughs> before I came here um and uh obviously these two have a very special connection outside of that but um and Justin also has just been my best friend uh, for a long time now we've trained together for years we lived together in Lake Placid New York at the Olympic Training Center when we were just teenagers um and moved out to Park City at about the same time and so yeah I don't know this is just the couldn't imagine a better crew to be competing with last night when was Love in the Air, though? That, that's what I want to know. Uh, about three years ago when Justin made the national team. I had my, had my eyes on him. Um, we just had so much chemistry and so much fun together that it was kind of an inevitable relationship. And it doesn't help or it doesn't hurt that we're all, you know, throwing the highest degree of difficulty tricks out there. And that's obviously we needed to put that team together in order to have a, have a chance at this gold. And we did it and had to do it. And, it's I just, still feel a obvious. little hurt that I didn't know they were dating for like three months. And he's like, like I said, he's my best friend. He's yeah. my older sister. I was like, what's going on? I didn't realize it all. We didn't want to, you know, hurt you. Like, you're like the, a little kid. Like, we didn't want to break it back.
As I, I, whenever I have a big secret to keep, I'm going to keep it for like three months. I think the other thing that I wanted to ask about, and I know Ashley's spoken about this recently because I read it, um, was about fear. Is it really helpful in your like general day to day? Like, does everything else seem easy? I guess after you've you know competed to doing aerials. Yeah, we definitely yeah. go through some very scary and stressful times, so it does make other things seem less challenging and difficult. But um, I've said that this before that fear is like one of the one of the cool unique elements of our sport is that you overcome it. And if it like wasn't there, I don't even know if the, it would be as much of a reward, like a satisfying reward to nail your jumps after, you know, being scared. Um, but you know, this week I actually told my teammates that I just wasn't going to be scared. I just decided not to be scared this week. And then I just wasn't scared. And I don't know if that was the adrenaline from the Olympics or what, but, um, yeah, it's been working out so far. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think any aerial skier would tell you that we deal with the tremendous amount of like fear, nerves, whatnot, not necessarily just from competing, just from just trying to stay safe, get off the jump, you know, uh, you know, stay injury free, which is harder, easier said than done. Um, when you have to, you know, go off the triple kicker and go 55 feet in the air. Um, so I think, yeah, every day you go and hit the hill, you have to overcome certain like fear, just just that like actual visceral reaction to doing something that's extremely dangerous. And then on top of that, deal with the, you know, stresses and, and whatnot of competing. So I think a lot of the times when these big events come around, you just don't have time for it. So you're feeling it, it's there, it's in the back of your mind, but you just don't have time for it. So you just kind of like ignore it um, and, and, and just focus on the things that you can control, which, you know, sometimes can be very little. So. <laughs> okay. Last question. If you can pick a number, if you can confer, come up with the number, and I will ask you your random last question. I just... 23. Sure. And you guys are 23 years old. That works. Oh, yeah. During the lowest depths of misery, how did you prevail? Seven. No. No. <laughs> 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 uh, no. I'd say that it's just like, kind of like Ashley said earlier, it's just knowing what you're meant to be doing, knowing what you want to do. You know, you really have to wake up every morning and just have a passion for what you're doing beyond, you know, just almost what's healthy. You know, you just have to be wanting to get out there every single day. And then when you hit those setbacks, whether it be an injury or personal loss or whatever, you know, that's what just allows you to keep going every day, at least for me, you know, just having that undeniable passion where you had never questioned, you know, what you're doing on a day-to-day -day basis. I think it also helps having people around you that, you know, inspire you to be better. And, and also for me, like, yeah, not only like watching people like Hannah Carney persevere through things, um, she's incredible, but like knowing that people are now watching me and how I react through adversity and how I'd want to be remembered after like, how I acted through adversity is kind of how, you know, I look at it now. I, I don't want to, I want to keep persevering and show that, you know, you can and it's possible and like just empower other people to do the same. Pulling myself out from the depths of misery. I mean, <laughs> I think your COVID stress has literally been the most miserable. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's honestly probably been the toughest part in a long time. So just, I guess being with my friends and helping me get through that together is, uh, the best part about this so far. Olympic Channel Podcast. Such a great gang. I would love to join them, but honestly, A, I don't think I'm invited, and B, aerials looks like the most terrifying sport created by mankind in the flesh. 
Honestly, you've got to go and see it. It's it's a hard pass in reality for me on two counts, probably. Okay, that's it for now. Stay safe, stronger together, and see you very soon. Think, Think like an Olympian. Like an Olympian.